just a double again. I want to see a triple doink. It might happen. Doink. Double doink. Double doink. Double doink. Triple doink. Quadruple doink. 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 Double doink right there. Doink. Doink. A double doink. Double doinker. Double doinks and sackles. Teaching you how to football. I think you finally taught me how to football. Oh, Fernando, I can give you a hug right now. Uh, I didn't because I still don't know how to football. That, that's, that's, that's true. There's much to learn. Well, the season is... Oh, yeah, I guess I should say my name is Fernando. <laughs> I am Travis. I am Jimmy G the Staff Boy. You sure still. Are. Yeah, you are. And yes, always. No, no. When he goes away, not him. Again. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, He's going away. season is over. It's very... It's very sad. It's a sad time because we're seven months away from another game. I mean, no, we have the XFL, but we have so I mean, much time on Sundays now this year. I haven't watched one yet. I forgot it was on. Uh, but we're here to talk about a great Super Bowl that happened uh, about over a little over a week ago. We had a little delay in uh, getting this episode out to talk about that. But uh, I think um, I don't know. I might top ten Super Bowl I've watched. You know, I've probably seen about twenty five Super Bowls in my lifetime. Like, since I've been watching football, 25 to 30 maybe, and uh, I, this one might be a top 10. I mean, close. Um, it's a little questionable call at the end. Uh, another 10-point deficit by the Chiefs to win their Super Bowl under Mahomes. Um, great Super Bowl. I mean, I don't know what to say. Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's all you got? Man. Uh, Man. It's, it's hard. It's, I mean, I, I want to agree with you so much. Uh, I thought this was such an incredible Super Bowl. And if the Eagles get one more drive at the end just to either tie it up or try and win the game, this might be one of the best Super Bowls I've ever watched in my entire life. That, so that last, that penalty at that, the that end. That penalty at the end uh, just kind of kills it. And, and you know, we watched it. We've seen it. He, he held him. He did. He was holding. Do, do you throw the flag on that one? I just don't think you throw the flag on that because it, was, it wasn't as egregious. It, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't... Anywhere near where the ball was going, I just I just don't get it. I don't get the throw. I mean, it, it goes down to uh, back when we talked about with the Bengals and Osai's unsportsmanlike um, uh, conduct, the late hit out of bounds. Right. Yeah. Uh, was it? Yeah. Technically, it was. But it, like, do you call that penalty there, or do you hold the flag and like let them like do? Your th- like, it wasn't egregious enough to make it change the game. Yeah, and especially that. That type of game, I mean, a Super Bowl, from the AFC Championship game to even the Super Bowl, um, they're both, it's, it, it, the refs deciding it at the end does ruin, um, does ruin an outcome of a game because it's like you want everyone to earn it on the field and a penalty is not earning it. Or maybe it is nowadays. Like maybe that's what you're going for. Um, but it was, it, it was a hold, I guess, and there was and there was a couple that I I remember it was like in the second quarter, it was a third down. There was an it was an egregious play against Juju Smith Schuster. It would have been a first down had he got a clean clean break, but the guy held him and they didn't throw it. Kansas City had to punt. But again, that's in the middle of the second quarter versus the end of the game where you can pretty much decide the winner. And uh, that was that was that because what did they get? Twenty seconds left, maybe, and they had to go the whole field. It was fifty-eight solid minutes of Super Bowl. It, and then, yeah, yeah, they would have had a good minute, in, like a, I think a minute forty, if they would have just stopped them there, kicked yeah. the field goal, and then you know, and, and all props to Jerry McKinnon for uh, for sliding. Oh, big so big time move right there. Uh, it was a solid move by his part. Left zero time left on the clock for the Eagles to do it. 
Um, yeah, the Chiefs played a great game. The, the Eagles played a great game. I just don't want it to be called on that one call. And it's a bummer. Uh, and this is someone who wasn't really cheering for the other team. I mean, like, I have money on the Eagles, so I was kind of cheering for them. But at the end of the day, like, if I didn't have the money on the Eagles... I still would have been very disappointed by this being the call. Absolutely. To end the game. And that's that's my... I mean, like, I look back throughout history. I've been, like, you know, going back from my first season as Jaguars fan, Miles Jack wasn't down. It's a thing that is still said to this day. <laughs> I mean, seven years later. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's it's something that's still talked about to this day. Uh, you should have th- uh, run the ball with Marshawn Lynch instead of throwing the ball. Yeah, that's... There, there are certain decisions that are made, and some teams make those decisions themselves. Sometimes it's the refs that made those decisions. That's the only reason why, like, the Miles Jack not being down, the holding call on Juju. That's why, like, I'm just kind of bummed about the way the Super Bowl ended. But I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the Super Bowl itself. Um, Jalen Hurts looked incredible. He did. And I... Just to go on the Mahomes side, Mahomes was incredible, still on one leg, like it was re-aggravated early on on a run, and still with, I think we said it a few episodes back, uh, one-legged Mahomes is still a top-five quarterback uh, versus, you know, all of them. I mean, Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, I think they were the best two quarterbacks in the NFL this year. And uh, it's great that they we got to see them uh, match up in the Super Bowl. I mean, like I said, it was great. I mean, a lot of scoring. I mean... We got um, I, the over under. I was amazed with it was only what fifty one and a half or fifty two and a half. Over was like, obliterated. Yeah. I know. Like, how would anybody with these two offenses? I mean, their def- Philly's defense is decent. Kansas City's is okay, uh, but both offenses just they came out. I mean, we we're uh, tied at seven after the first, and then a ten point lead. I don't know. The, uh, I feel like the Chiefs like ten point deficits in the Super Bowl. You remember that? They Jimmy had that Jimmy against Sapoy. the Niners. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty to ten, and then three, three uh, fourth quarters. It posed in the end zone after pick, and then it slowly went away. And then uh, there was one play, the one play I remember, because uh, I was I was kind of cheered for the Chiefs. I mean, I'm an NFC guy. I think I always just root against everybody else in the NFC. Well, so you're the Chiefs. So pick. yeah, and I I did put a little bit of money on the Chiefs, but you know, not like I'm not retiring from my I was going to say day job, but I don't have a day job. Uh, but I'm uh, definitely it was good. One play I remember it was that. They say he didn't make a football move when the Chiefs almost got a second defensive touchdown. Remember that play? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one I was a little... Because he had it. He didn't really take a step, but he turned his... like It wasn't a quote-unquote football move. Did he have it more than Jamal Agnew had it against the Chiefs in the divisional round of playoffs? I'm going to say yes. Because I didn't think Agnew had control of it ever. Like... Agnew had the ball more, as in, like, it was touching him more, but he did not have... That guy brought it in, and then turned, and then boom, like, it was out. It's a fumble. I don't know why it doesn't stand. Agnew, it hit his hand. He was bringing it in, but as he's bringing it in, it's still moving around. Like, time-wise, Agnew had it longer, but he did not have, in my opinion, did not have control of it. I still agree, man. So, um, I thought that was a fumble. I... You know, I was, again... And at this time, I think the Eagles were still up by 10 points. I think it happened sometime in the third quarter. Uh, but, you know, that's no problem for Mahomes and company. They went out there and just... Yeah, they they, they mean, took care of business. Uh, Mahomes and company were, were the best team. Uh, I mean, the Eagles uh, had a had a great season. Uh, I think the Super Bowl... Man, I, I will agree. This is probably one of my top 10 Super Bowls I think I've watched. All right. Uh, in a long time. Uh, it could have been a lot higher on my list without that last call. Uh, cause man, how good would it have felt 
to watch the Eagles have like one more drive with no timeouts left in like a minute. 30. They would have gone down that field. Pretty I think quickly. yeah, we would and we would have seen overtime then. Like I was, like, you know, I mean, overtime or maybe Eagles win, depending on how Casey if they if McKinnon ran in the end zone. Not sure if they would go for one or two at that point. Uh, you go for one go in the for Super one, Bowl. And you just kind of see how the Eagles respond. I mean, who yeah. knows? Who knows? I think Dougie P might go for two. Who knows? But but at the end of the day, it, it comes down to it, it was a very good Super Bowl. Um, a lot of people talk about the halftime show. A lot of people love commercials. I barely watched either one of them, I think. Yeah, I just remember seeing Rihanna being pregnant, wearing red and all the white Sperm people around Look, her looked like a Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, uh, yeah, it looked like Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, it looked with, with it was thing. a very interesting angle. All the cinematography, having, having a camera guy run right through them and stuff. And Apparently, I, I asked Sarah about this. Um, my wife says. Um, Apparently, Rihanna was supposed to do the Super Bowl the year that Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee. Oh. And she was one of the ones that refused to do the Super Bowl. And, like, Maroon 5, essentially, is the one mm-hmm. that takes over the Super Bowl. And so this was, like, a triumphant return for Rihanna to do it, especially now being pregnant. This is kind of a pregnancy announcement. Stuff like that. Yeah. There's a whole lot of stuff that people that don't watch football were dialed in on, like, the, the halftime show. And for that, if you tune in for the game and watch it, that's fantastic. I didn't pay attention to any of that. I, I didn't uh, either. To be honest with you. I, I, I'm not taking anything away from those that, that, that did. But I'm just saying that's not why I watched Super Bowl. That's not where my picks are coming in or Super Bowl. Certain people, because they said the highest ranking ratings during the Super Bowl was the halftime show. like Because it was still on for people like us who want to watch the game. But then there's the people who wanted to see Rihanna. And then to like... The TVs are still on for the football watchers, but then for the the people who just want to watch the uh, the entertainment. Yeah, actually, um, talking about the halftime show and all the setup for it, because it doesn't seem like much setup. This reminds me of a big thing about this Super Bowl was the field condition. Oh yeah, because that halftime show did cause a little damage. The field was slippery as hell. It took two years to grow this grass or something. Eight hundred thousand dollars. And eight hundred thousand dollars. It's just. Poor, poor, like, I don't get why. I'm glad you said that, because that just made me remind myself of something I saw. I think it was a TikTok. So, they're calling it, you know, we had Deflate Gate, Spy Gate. They're calling this Sod Gate. So, what happened was, the uh, the grounds crew there is a guy who's, like, I think... Toma? I, I don't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, but he... Uh, oh, the fact that he knows his name is fantastic. But... <laughs> Yeah, look that up, Sad Boy. He, he definitely did the 49ers so one. Yeah, George Thomas. Yep. Like, I think like he said this was his last Super Bowl. Like he's done all of the Super Bowls. So allegedly, he is a Chiefs fan. That is his team. And the Chiefs might have gotten an inside scoop of what the surface would be like ahead of time. Like it was gonna be slick and slippery. Because a lot of both both teams on both sides, they were both losing their footing. Uh, but there's like the rumor going around is again Sobgate. The rumor going around is that this guy knew about it and just let the Chiefs know, let his team know to give him the edge Where on the Super Bowl. And stuff. Whether or not, I mean, it, the cleats didn't seem to matter because they both teams were slipping. It didn't like, but you you saw it often. Like there was a lot of uh, a lot of turf monsters. You saw the bo- the bookend Eagles defensive lineman just slip and like Mahomes had like extra time to like so yeah. two things you're going to see coming out of this podcast are both Jimmy G the Sat Boy and Fernando wearing tinfoil hats <laughs> and the I'm second one is I... uh, someone somewhere is going to write an article about this because that usually happens with our podcast so far <laughs> I know there's only two of you listening out there 
But somehow we say something on a podcast and it becomes a thing. Could we just acknowledge that real fast? Because like we've said multiple things on this podcast, and four days later, it's suddenly like CBS or ESPN's like biggest thing. So I'm not saying that we're doing it, but whoever's listening, at least give us credit. Maybe yeah. that's all I'm asking well, for. Well, you know? well, last week, Barstool had Sodgate, a mountain evidence is piling up that George Toma helped the Chiefs win. There it is. Yep, it's there ha- it is. It's happening. Right, so not that one, but the other ones. That the other ones. The other ones yeah. after today. You know. But I'm just seconds. just throw that out there. Not sure if that's gonna. I mean, they haven't been talking about it, but they don't want that to be talked I about. Mean, They're already saying the NFL is fixed, especially with these refs at, with that penalty at the end and all this, all that jazz. At the end of the day, uh, it was a it was a great Super Bowl. Um, yeah. The the two best teams are definitely the ones that got there. Um, I I think uh, the the two best shots that we had to uh, upend these teams were actually both Jimmy G the Sat Boys and my teams on this one. It could have been the Jags to upset the uh, the Chiefs, could have been the Niners to upset the Eagles, and uh, that would have been a whole different Super Bowl. But the two best teams that could have done it because you guys would have had no quarterback and we would have been going in with uh you know our eyes wide shut by this point. Yeah. Uh, into it. So these are the two best teams that could have made the Super Bowl, both number one seeds. Uh, it hasn't happened in a little bit for the number one seeds being the Super Bowl. It's really? been a while. So it's, been, it's been a while. So it's oh. like someone lower seed. Goes um, so, yeah. I mean, you know, props to both teams. It was a great NFL year. Uh, we can look back now and think about our best times of the year. You know what I mean? For, for the NFL. What was your favorite time of this season? Well, my favorites, I have two games that come to mind. Do the playoffs count? Let's say regular season. I, okay, all three of our teams made the playoffs, so we can go playoffs. Good. But for me, with my boys, all their one-score wins, uh, the two that come out, I'm gonna. this one's going to be a slight number two, is the greatest comeback in NFL history. Uh, when they beat the Colts, thirty-one down, right? uh, thirty-three down, thirty-three, thirty-three down. I was I was <laughs> hung over, sleeping through the first half of that game, and when I woke up, I was I was mad that I was missing the game, and then I was even more mad when I checked the score. Uh, but then by the time I sat down, I think I was the reason they came back and won. I wasn't watching when I was watching. You were. It's a whole other game. Were. But that one was great. But that Buffalo Minnesota game, I think it was the game of the year when it just with. All the drama that went into it, like all the all the things that had to happen to make that, and like to go to overtime and the fumble on the goal, ah, ah, it was the best game. So that those would be my two. Um, I want to try to think of one that's not Viking related, but let's take it over to you. Like I know you'll have some. Or Actually, the one that doesn't involve my Niners is that Buffalo Minnesota game. Yeah, that, that was probably one of the better games I saw. This year, that it was so crazy. It was it was very very like contentious. I was very surprised how everyone wasn't screwing up that game. There was no one. There was no big mistakes. Yeah, and it was just play after play after play. I'll tell you the big mistake is that Buffalo defensive uh, defensive back who didn't knock the ball down. He tried to intercept it over with Jefferson there, but Jefferson just snatched that thing with one hand. Oh, it's a thing of beauty. I'll remember that catch for a while. Yeah, it's not as great as the Minneapolis miracle catch with Diggs. Based on situation, but as far as regular season games go, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Your game, I think we're going to talk about one of our own games and one of someone else's team. Yeah, well, your someone else's team. That Buffalo Minnesota game was pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Well, pretty what, about, good too. what about Niners? What was the best Niner game? Um, but that Denver game. It's, no, <laughs> that Denver game. I was about to yell at TVs and break TVs. Um, I think it's between, and I think. My top, my second, second one is when Purdy 
beat Brady, <laughs> destroyed him in a, his first game. I think after the Dolphins game, it was yeah his first start because his first start he because was the first quarterback to beat Tom Brady with it being his first start. First game, yeah, that was like pretty amazing to see. Uh, I think the first game was the the game they beat the Rams and Debo took one fifty or sixty yards and broke every damn tackle to the end zone, even like completely buried um, Jalen Ramsey in the ground on that way back and stuff for that touchdown pass. I like that one really, really. Just the Rams. hate the Rams, so there we go. Travis? Uh, I mean, mine, I, I still have to go back to the uh, the Vikings-Bills uh, game was, I mean, just the way it ended yeah. was insane with the, the fumbled snap and stuff like that. Yada, yada. Is it, it a return? Is it not a return? <laughs> it caused a lot of chaos in the garage. Uh so that that's definitely up there for me on the outside of games. Um, the one of the 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 Panthers uh, came back almost, and they still lost it. I think it was against the Bucks. Like they almost got back there. That they, they had yeah. to win it to like still be. Oh yeah, relevant. that was a fantastic game. Um, <coughs> it doesn't have the same uh, you know ending that we want, but man, the drama leading up to it with the the things given on it. Um, oh, I just saw another one. Yeah, <laughs> man. Uh, so I mean, if we're going playoffs. I'm going uh, 27-0. Yeah, I knew that one was coming. <laughs> I, I knew that one was coming. Um, 27-0. Uh, the third greatest comeback in NFL history. The second greatest comeback in playoff history. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be up there. Um, I mean, honestly. Outside of that, uh, my two go to other Jaguars games. Us beating the Ravens by going for two. That was it. pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, and us beating the uh, Cowboys, Cowboys. Yeah, uh, with right. the pick six in overtime. Ooh, yeah. Uh, both were good. I mean, like you know, the Jags went seven and two to finish the season. We had a we had to pull it out somewhere, and they did it twice right there against like two solid teams. Um, I think I would have to go that that Cowboy Jaguars is probably my non Viking game because I, I a defensive score to end the game I think because like I, I not hate, the go for two because I thought you were going to go for the go for two nah I like I like a I like a defensive score to for to win the game and to do it that way against like heavy underdogs they were heavy underdogs at home seven and a half points I yeah. mean and then to come out and to win that way uh, I thought was is is great going for two is and you know it's a gutsy call you get it. Uh, there's drama there, but there's just more excitement. I think with the defensive, I get it. a defensive I touchdown get it. like that to end it there. And plus, I hate the Cowboys, so like that's just adding more fuel. Who to doesn't my, hate the Cowboys? Yeah, exactly. Who to, to, to finish the season once again. We went seven to two to finish the season. You had to pull out some wins somewhere where you're not supposed to win the games, and and the Jags did it. It was great to watch them play. Uh, I, I look forward to the Jags next year. Um, big question. I'm going to ask you because we're still underneath the the minute points right now. Um, who are the two teams next year that you think are going to be the the surprise? They could have made the playoffs this year. Uh, who do you think the two teams are going to be that you're you're you think will make a push for either the conference title or uh, a Super Bowl play? Uh, Super Bowl is a tough, even conference title, but the team that haven't that weren't there this year. Right, right. The team that I think is going to be is going to be a scary team to play against. Um, I don't know if I can go as far as say as like, like a playoff run because they haven't won a playoff game since 1991. Is the Detroit Lions? I think the Detroit Lions. I mean, with uh, Karen Rogers possibly leaving uh, that that team he, he's been on, uh, whatever it is. 
Uh, with him possibly leaving. Um, uh, the Packers, Jordan Love's up in the air. He could be great. He might not be. Like We'll have to wait and see what happens. But the Lions and like the Vikings are going to be, I feel like, the top, the top two in that division uh, for next year. Uh, Bears are still... They, they got cap space, so they can like add some pieces if they need to. But I'm going to say the Detroit Lions in the NFC uh, could be a scary team to play with their offense and if their defense can improve. I mean, even a little bit. They don't have to be great. They just Because their offense will be able to put up the points. And the AFC. And the AFC. Um, like, this is if like the rumors are true and Karen Rodgers does go to the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's your Jets, man. The Jets are... They have all the pieces there. Their defense is great. Offense has playmakers. It just does not have a quarterback. And, you know, a la Brett Favre, go from that one place to, to the Jets for a season. And then that means he'll be a Viking in 2024. So I'm going to say the Jets uh, in the AFC. I agree with your Jets pick. I think the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, I think the one thing the Jets kept missing this year was competent quarterback play. 100%. Every time they just shoot themselves in the foot with... Horrible Zach Wilson plays and everything like that. Um, I want to also throw a flyer, maybe take like futures on if Sean Payton can correct Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. Th- that that seems the potential of being like something to watch out for in case. Because Sean Payton has a good track track record of like... Oh, and Russell Wilson yeah. is, pretty, is almost like Drew Brees 2.0 as far as like body size, arm, mobility, like everything. They're... Like they're very similar in like their their game. I mean, I, I agree. think, yeah. and like that because that team is so stacked too. Like Denver's defense is good. Their offense has playmakers, and then you think Russell Wilson. Like, oh, obviously they're gonna go. Yeah. They're gonna like challenge the Chiefs to win that division, and then. But yeah, I like that one as well. Yeah, I also agree with your Lions pick. But um, something I think everyone might have forgotten because they got so many injuries and so many things happened in them. Is the Rams could have a resurgence this yeah. next year? I feel like they have all the they have a good core. Uh, well, they have got, running back seems to be shaky. Oh wait, McVeigh's coming back, right? Or did he retired? McVeigh's coming back. McVeigh's okay, coming I back. thought he was going into like Cooper broadcasting Cup, or something. Stafford always solid. Yeah. They, they oh, just, yeah, and you lose right there your top two offensive weapons. Like yeah. boom, you're done. Yeah, you're just completely done. And they're they're going to lose Jalen Ramsey probably this year, which doesn't mean probably anything. their de- their bit. defense right. has always been trash, like the Rams. But they need to like. They Aaron, have Aaron Donald's going to continue to lose a step, but I mean, I agree. They could, they yeah. could have definitely have a resurgence. I mean, I, I'd like to see what the uh, the Cardinals do next year uh, with the new mm, head coach. I don't know, uh, like Kyler we'll Murray, yeah. goes. because uh, Murray might not be ready for Week One. But my my NFC pick right now is still going to be uh, it's going to be fair. It's going to be the Lions on this one. Uh, they were right there this year. I think they're going to be right there next year as well. Um, I think the NFC North doesn't get better as a whole. Uh, I think the Vikings get a little bit worse. Maybe they get I, better as like a like a as a team build, uh, but not better as like a stat build, I guess, or right. a skill build. Um, the Bears will will. I mean, they have ninety seven million dollars to spend. We just looked at this before that they have the most cap space to spend by forty million dollars to the next team. Um, so the Bears have money to spend. They should be able to do something. They might get Saquon. Imagine the Bears with Saquon Barkley. And they're never going to run the ball or and, pass the ball. They're and, only going to run with Fields and, and Saquon. But imagine this is a waste of Saquon. Imagine if they get Saquon by trading away Justin Fields to somebody else for the first overall pick, and they get Bryce Young by this point. 
who was essentially Jalen Hurts, and some people compared him to Patrick Mahomes by this point as well, uh, with the, the physical builds and the, the build-outs they have. I mean, you know, I can see the Bears making a good resurgence next year. They're still going to be uh, a year or two off. The Vikings have to make do with their cap space. They they still have a team there. Um, well, the, the, the Packers and, should take a step back because I think Lazard is up for a contract. Oh, I see the Packers being real bad next year. Um, I can see, I can I, I can see that them being one one or the other. They're either going to yeah. win the division or they're going to be terrible because it all depends on how Jordan Love is going to play. Assuming. Karen is leaving. Yeah. So I, they're they're always the scary team to play. I like to be on the record as the Bears are going to do a really bad mistake, make a big mistake if they trade away Fields. They have finally have a quarterback that. I'm going against this one. Yeah. I, I really feel like they you have something. The they have. He's going to progress the next year. He can. He could. He, he, could. he could. Maybe he won't. I mean, yeah. like the thing is though, you can get like a, a solid prospect to rebuild your team around. Somebody will take Justin Fields for a first round pick. Uh, and you're good to go. Um, I think the AFC, uh, the Jets are a solid option, especially if like Karen Rogers goes there. Um, even Derek Carr goes there. We've talked about this before. Um, they're there. I'm still going to say the Jaguars are up there because there's no one in that division. But they made gonna... the playoffs. So we're no, no, no. no it's, it's not about who made the playoffs. It's who made the championship games is what we're talking about. Because like, uh, you mentioned the Vikings of yours as well. I mean, like, see, I, I would the have Jaguars said... will be up there. Um, like I would like to say, I think the Bengals are my favorite to go to Super Bowl next year. But like they made the AFC Championship game, so I can't say that. Right yeah. Um, the Bills are obviously going to be around. Uh, they have some cap space issues that they got to deal with. Um, is Stefan big? Well, Bates what about play? a non-playoff team? That's what like I want to know. Non-playoff team. Non-playoff team. Because I was going more for the non-playoff teams. Uh God. Well, you got like so the Lions, the Jets. I think the Raiders. The Raiders no, well, the, the the Broncos. I'll, I'll I'll give the Sean Payton thing a, 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 a inch of credibility on this one. And uh, yeah, give me um, give me the Rams as well. Yeah, they fell off the radar because they had all those injuries. Now, right. so, give me I, give me the Cardinals instead of the Rams. Oh, gross. Oh, $5 bet. That's yeah. not going to happen at, at all next year. No. I was going to say, what's yeah. the team that didn't make the, like, who, so if with they these, won't finish last, with these that. teams maybe making the playoffs, oh, which. Oh, the, the, Cardinal, the Rams, the Cardinals won't finish last in that division. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Ew, I yeah, don't know about that. I that. What team that made the playoffs will not make the playoffs next year? Mmm. Uh, there's an obvious choice in the NFC. Should we wait until after yeah. the, the halftime? All right, yeah, we're nearing that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we take a break? We're going to talk about which playoff teams. Uh, yeah, what we just said. And then uh, we'll have some more shit to talk about. We'll be back, you guys, right after this. Right after this. Hey, Fernando. Uh, my son's big into Asian cuisine. I've been looking for a place to bring him out to. Is there any place you would recommend? I have the perfect place for you, Travis. It's named uh, Dao Fu. Dao Fu Restaurant on Adams Avenue. Japanese-Vietnamese uh, fusion. Some of the best dishes in town if you're looking for any kind of Asian cuisine. Uh, they have it all. I personally like the house curry with chicken. It is the most delicious dish I have had in San Diego. Maybe top five. I don't want to say most delicious. That is Dao Fu, located at 3332 Adams Avenue in San Diego, California, 92116. Thanks, Fernando. Anytime. Let's take a break and hear a message from a sponsor. We're back. 
Uh, we went into the break discussing. Uh, we're going to discuss uh, the teams that made the playoffs. Which ones do you think uh, will not make the playoffs next year? Do you want to start this one off, uh, Mr. Travis? Yeah, now I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, that's going to be a number of pick for not making the playoffs next year. Uh, I think the Lamar Jackson thing is going too much. Even if they end up franchise and tagging him, it's going to cost too much for the team to be able to build around him by that point. Too much trust lost there. Uh, give me the Ravens to miss the playoffs because I feel the Steelers are going to be right up there. If they uh, franchise tag Lamar Jackson, can he like refuse it? Is that how that works? I mean, you can sit out. You can sit out. So you can refuse to have that contract. Well, you can do. I mean, there, there's I not a lot some of... players have done that before. Not a lot of leeway you have as a player in the NFL at this point. If they franchise tag you, you're, you're stuck with the team unless they end up trading you or cutting you or anything like that. Uh, so I see the Ravens missing it. Um, for the AFC, I, I could see the Dolphins missing next year. The I, Dolphins were my number one pick I, in the I, AFC. I see, uh, I see a lot of rise from that point on. Uh, as for the NFC... I don't know what's going on with the Chargers, man. They they could or could not miss it. I'm going to give a coin flip on that one. For the, um, for the NFC, I'm going to go... Um, you said Chargers. You don't mean Chargers, do you? I'm gonna I mean, say, there's the one obvious one. I mean, the, the Bucks are definitely going to miss next year. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to say the Seahawks will miss it next year. Ooh. I like both of those answers. So for me, I'm going to start off... I'll start off with the AFC as well. Um... Baltimore and Miami are definitely the top two, especially Miami. Uh, Baltimore could be with, uh, yeah, the quarterback situation. Lamar's not happy. Uh, they're probably going to trade him. Um, there have been rumors circulating. We've heard about uh, Lamar going to Atlanta. I've also heard some uh, Kirk Cousins for Lamar possible trade. I'm going to search some, some draft picks in there. Uh, Lamar just keeping the purple on. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> I feel like the Ravens, the Chargers are always a the question mark. Like, they're a talented team, but can they put it together? They never seem to put it together um, all the way. Like just, they just don't do it. Well, now so, they have Kellen Moore now. Yeah, that, I think that'll help uh, with Herbert. I mean, Herbert's a great quarterback. They should make it. As far as the division winners with KC, Buffalo, Cincy, and Jacksonville, like every team in the South except for Jacksonville is terrible. Jacksonville's fairly decent. So I think they're going to be winning that division for years to come. Um, but yeah, and like you got Pittsburgh, the Jets again. If they get that quarterback, I think those two are the uh, top front runners of uh, taking those playoff spots. Uh, Jets and uh, Schittsburg. If we're looking at the NFC, obviously the Buccaneers are uh, not making the. I don't know. The Bucks are gonna have the number one overall pick in 2024. Mm-hmm. That is my prediction right there. Um, Giants. I think the Giants. They had a good year. Uh, you know, that coach uh, got them rolling in the right direction. I mean, nobody expected them to make the playoffs this year, and they did. Um, but I, like the Giants and Seattle, I can also see uh, the Vikings not making the playoffs. Uh, the main reason is just inconsistency. I mean, we got they got a lot of one-score wins this year. Uh, some of that can be luck. Some of it, you know, they just they play well under pressure, which is what you need. Um, but with teams, like I think that'll be making the playoffs. I'm going to start off with Carolina um, because they will win that division. I think Carolina is your front runner, especially if they can figure out something at the quarterback position because right now uh, it is not working. Uh, Detroit, uh, definitely a front runner to make that division, uh, make the playoffs, possibly even win that division with Karen Rodgers leaving and the Vikings are always who knows what the hell they're going to do. 
Um, other teams, I will say, if at, if Lamar does go to Atlanta, I, like I'll take Atlanta to make the playoffs over uh, Carolina. I think but, Atlanta makes a big move for a quarterback this year. Uh, they have to. I mean, they haven't. It's it's going to be Derek Carr. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers uh, or Lamar Jackson. They haven't had a good two. quarterback. Since the third quarter of the Super Bowl. That was the last time they had a good quarterback. Because that was the last time Matt Ryan was good. At that third quarter of uh, whatever Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. Before, um, the, before the collapse. Okay. I'm going to say, assuming they can stay healthy, the Rams will be making the playoffs uh, next year. The Rams, uh, only 5-12 and 12 this year. But uh, they were injured all across the board. Especially with Cooper Cup and uh, Matt Stafford going down. Um, if those two can stay healthy... Uh, I don't see why they can't. Dallas is another. Dallas reminds me kind of of the Vikings. With we talk about Dak and Kirk are like two of the most similar quarterbacks in my opinion. Kirk's a little more accurate. Dak's a little more mobile. Uh, but together they just they they can have a great game and then they can just shit the bed the next week. So um, all of that I think is uh, the possible. I mean, we, we forget the fact that like Dallas went twelve and five this year, right? Uh, they didn't have Dak for five games this season. Cooper Rush. And they were still 12-5 <laughs> this year. Uh, you don't have to play quarterback good. And I, I, I think that's a testament to Dak not being great. Uh, that's all I'm saying. You know, It's very true. Well, we were talking, too, with just quarterbacks. Uh, this could be another crazy offseason of quarterbacks uh, like switching up teams. I mean, there's a lot of rumors going on out there. Um, and we've already talked about Karen Rodgers. Like he pretty much only has two landing spots. Uh, what it looks like, he's either going to be a Jet because uh, Nathaniel Hackett went there as old offensive coordinator in uh, Green Bay, or uh, Vegas, where his good buddy Devonte Adams is playing. And they got weapons all over the place with uh, you know Waller. I already said Adams. You got Renfro. Uh, you got a lot of uh, possibility there. Josh Jacobs has there. If he's still if he's there, still, he's, he's a free there, agent. Yeah. And again, he he had Josh Jacobs has had one good year, and it was on a contract year. So what are you going to do? Pay him, and then he's like going to go back to the regular one. That's kind of the one thing I think about uh, with that. But uh, what are some other quarterbacks you can see? Like, where's Matt Ryan? Is Matt Ryan going to retire? Well, when's he going to let? He was going to go in the broadcast booth too. Everyone's going to the broadcast booth. I, I read a funny <laughs> meme once. It was like Matt Ryan is like, well, Tom Brady beat me again to the retirement talk. Uh, I guess I'll just retire on March 28th because that's three to 28, oh, and yeah. uh, that might be the day he announces his retirement. I thought that was a good little. That's a good joke. I'm sure him, yeah. if he said that, good for him. But I'm pretty sure someone just wrote that for wrote him. it for yeah. him. And yeah. It was. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. What do we think about Derek Carr? Oh, uh, Derek Carr. He, he's been rumored to the Jets as well. I think uh, uh, if not the Jets, before that was the Saints. He's uh, the and, and stuff. You know, yeah. the Colts, they love getting the recycled quarterbacks in, so he could be going to the Colts because I don't think Matt Ryan is going to be back. Not after this last Colts year. Colts will try every damn quarterback before someone uh, uh, it's, catches It's on. terrible. I don't know. Who else do we have moving around? Like, Daniel Jones wants $45 million a year. 45 Are you... Where do you get the balls? You're like, you're, you think you're a top 10 quarterback? Danny Dimes! Oh, my God. I couldn't... Like the Giants are not going to give him forty five million. I don't think there is a team stupid enough, maybe the Colts, to uh, to pay that kind of money for Danny fucking down. Wait a second, are you saying Jim Ursay of the Indianapolis Colts, who hired Jeff Saturday as interim coach last year, might be gullible enough to do that? That is exactly. That was what a I'm couple, couple outside shots for Derek Carr on this one. Yeah. Uh, might be the. Um, 
Honestly, it might be the Washington Football Commandos. Oh yeah, be a decent one. Well, didn't uh, they they drafted a rookie that got injured? Talking about Sam Howell or something. Yeah, Sam Howell is up there. Uh, give me the Tennessee Titans to Ooh. maybe get Derek Carr. Move on from uh, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, is where, where does Tannehill fit in then? I mean, he's gonna go somewhere I mean, else. Be a backup. Somewhere I'll else. say he's just gonna like, Colts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, hell, stay in the division. Yeah, I mean, you could like Tannehill is just. Or what about the Steelers for uh, Derek Carr? Yeah, I'm, I think they're going to stick with their boy. Uh, what's his nuts? Tiny hands. Yeah, tiny the, hands. the guy with the little hands. Yeah. Can he I, pick my tiny hands? Can he pick it? Pick it to Pickens. I think that's going to be the thing in Pittsburgh for Not a while. Whiskey. What about the Patriots though? Ooh, Patriots are. I can see Derek Carr going there because I don't think Derek Carr is going to be that expensive for the way he played this year, and they just cut him like that. Um, I, think, I, I think it's more curious how the Patriots will, will play with actual coaches. Right. I mean, they got rid of... Um, I think yeah. Bill O'Brien's back. And like, I think I think they want to stick it out with Mac Jones a little bit more. I, don't, I think yeah. he's done enough. Like, he had some good games. But again, they're like, their offense is so boring. It's just like, run the ball. And like, they're, I think they're... Uh, I, I don't know. I just think they're boring. They're just a boring offense. Yeah, and the Patriots might be a good fit for Derek Carr, man. It could be. I it, it I it's not a I can't say I'm against it. I mean it sounds like a nice fit. Well what about the Niners? Who's gonna be the Niners starting quarterback week one? I'm waiting for this part of the program. Because um, we got we got Trey <coughs> coming off ACL, we got Purdy surgery. So, was so today so today Purdy was delayed is delaying his surgery to next month because there's too much swelling in the arm to do anything right now. Um, regardless, he might be ready for a training camp. Trey, I believe, might be closer to being... And so Trey has a lot of opportunity to prove that he can actually hit those short passes that a lot of Niner fans say he's just not be able to hit those really well. Um, yeah, I feel like it's going to be between... I think it's Purdy's job if he's healthy. But right now with Lance there, Lance will just see what they what what's going to be able to do. But now, we talked about this a few like weeks ago in the garage. Yeah. There was that rumor cuz Shanahan and uh, Cousins have a history of wa- being in Washington together. Yeah, it would be Trey Lance for Kirk Cousins and then the Vikings would also get like a first or second round draft pick. What do you think about that? Kirk Cousins is your quarterback and shipping off your uh, your injured rookie. I've heard this rumor for damn near seven to eight years now. I feel like maybe maybe five to seven years. Now. Yeah, I feel like they always talk about Shanahan and Cousins. Like when Shanahan back first joined, it's like how can we get Kirk Cousins to the Niners because he was his OC at Washington, and he just he likes familiarity and stuff. And then Jimmy G, we'll talk about Jimmy G in a second. And just <laughs> I've heard this for so many times, I'm numb to it. Um, I'd be fine, but I don't know that's in their cards because Cousins is going to be so expensive. Yeah, he will be, especially he, he coming up. All in... those franchise tags. Well, he's already he's coming off. He's got another year in the contract. You can still get him. Like right now, his contract doesn't look as bad based on what some of the other guys are getting paid. Like he's at thirty five million, which is fairly low compared to like you know Karen Rogers or Danny Dimes who wants forty five. So I mean, yeah. I say, I say, um, you know, you got at least one year, but then when you resign, if he has a great year, it's probably going to be closer to forty-five, fifty million after that. I heard this rumor also about tra- being traded to the Titans because they have the Titans signed a uh, player development personnel as their head of operations in Tennessee, 
and he might have like a good connection with Trey. They would want, really want to start fresh, maybe or something. And the Niners maybe looking offload Trey. I don't know if that's going to happen anymore because Kyle Shannon said that as a rumor to Trey Lance as a joke. So I don't think that's going to happen now. Allegedly. Allegedly. But yeah. Um, well, yeah, Jimmy G. Like we could talk about him going like another the Colts. I mean, the Colts getting their recycled quarterbacks. I think Jimmy G is going to the Raiders. Raiders. Uh, the Raiders. Because every Raider... I, I follow a couple of Raider fans. I have friends back in the Bay. And he was uh, under McDaniels in uh, New England. Yeah, Orleans. McDaniels and stuff. I feel like everyone's like kind of resigned to it. It's not the most sexiest pick for a quarterback, Jimmy G, but... Hey, he gets it done. And right? I read an article like about a month ago that had six columnists predict where these quarterbacks go, and Jimmy G had a different choice for each of those six columnists. There was like Carolina, there was the Jets, there was States... There was Colts, Carolina, um, the Raiders. Everyone had a different idea where Jimmy G's going, so I'm just laughing at where he's going to go. Mm-hmm. Travis, you got anything to add to that? I, I don't really. I mean, that's actually a solid pick of places to Jimmy G to go. Um, <coughs> Every columnist was different. It's, in uh, it's hard to pick where Jimmy G is going to land up. Um, you like to think that maybe they're going to more bargain uh, down in Tampa and see what they can do with Godwin and Mike Evans down there. Yeah. Uh, Carolina could obviously take him. Uh, the Saints could take him by that point. It instantly makes the Saints a uh, playoff uh, I saw a contender, rumor for Jimmy G uh, for, the, the for Houston is also. <laughs> Houston be just, uh, I mean, he's going to get paid if he goes down to Houston because they the cap space for it, but uh, he's not really going to do anything down in Houston. Yeah. Uh, I think Brandon Cooks gets traded this year. Uh, is he still under contract? It seems like Brandon Cooks has been on a different team. It's like he had the Patriots. Wasn't he a Ram for a little bit? Like he's just been he's been everywhere since uh, starting up with the Saints. At the end of the day, I I I think Jimmy G ends up. Um, I'm going to say he ends up either a Jet or a Saint. A Jet or a Saint. A Jet or a Saint. Yeah, no Colt. No Colt. No Colts. Who do the Colts? Who, who's the front runner for the Colts? Whatever the draft. Okay. I think the Colts take a, like, a draft pick. I, I think the Colts make a move to try and get the first overall pick. If, if it's, it's either going to be Justin Fields or it's going to yeah. be whoever they, you know, yeah. give away by that Ursay point. was just talking about different quarterbacks. Like, that Alabama quarterback looks good or something and stuff. Yeah, yeah the Bears would probably bite on that, give them the pick for yeah, some stuff. Why not? They definitely see... Uh, the Colts having a rookie. I, I think the the AFC South though two rookie quarterbacks next year. I can see that. Yeah, Houston and uh, Indy, and then yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's just a mess. I can see Jimmy G at Tennessee actually. I could see over there. I think so. Maybe. I guess I could see that as well. He's uh, he's not any better than or worse than Tannehill. So so we're talking about like Derrick Henry coming into like one of the last years of the contract. He's only due like seven million this year. He's cheap. Yeah. He's oh. still not the same dude that's going to like lead you your team to the playoffs. Yeah, he's not the guy anymore. Uh, but he's still going to be a force to be reckoned with, like behind a lot of scrimmage by that point. So, like, could you trade Derrick Henry away? Like, are the Saints the same team to trade? Derrick? I mean, like, you know, they, they're a solid team. Yeah, that's a good fighting team, regardless of what you look at it. Get them quarterback, start changing the projection of what you're going for over there. Give him Jimmy G. Maybe trade Derrick, Derrick Henry away for like a pick or two. See what happens. That's what I would say. And again, running backs are a dime a dozen. You know, you're not going to get much capital with. Uh, I mean, I know it's Derrick Henry, but he's he's got some wear and tear going on. I mean, he's approaching his like eighth year. I want to say in the league, like he's that's that's a long time for a running back. And uh, they usually 
like outside of Frank Gore and Adrian Peterson, like those two went forever, and then like uh, eventually they're gonna lose a step. And I know he's got power, like power's his main thing. He'll always have that, but uh, he's getting old, and it comes to running back years. I agree with you. He's over that age of thirty, right? Uh, he's right around there because he's, yeah. he's drafted in 2016. So you know, say he's 22. So that's eight. Yeah, he's probably like he's 30. Getting close to 29, 30. Yeah, yeah about that age. Yeah. He's up there. But yeah, I mean, is that it? Should we uh, should we wrap this uh, bad boy up? Feels pretty good to me. Yeah, I think we did it. Well, it was a great season for all five to ten of our listeners. We uh, we love you guys. We're glad you guys tune in. Uh, we'll do some, uh, you know, off-season shit here and there. We'll uh, we'll let you know. We'll throw yeah, it out there. Yeah, I don't know there. what we're gonna do. Like Fernando yeah. might read children's books. Yeah, you know, I might do some uh, some children books for uh, for the kids. You know, we'll see what happens for the children. For, for the, the children. children. For the yeah. children. Because he loves the children. I mean, either way, we're gonna figure out stuff. Uh, if you guys, uh, all two of you guys out there listening, if you have something to say to us, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, reach out and let us know. Uh, other than that, Andrew is about to go on a journey to the south. Jimmy G, Asia. the stat Jimmy boy. Jimmy G, the stat boy, is about to go to journey. No, it's, it's definitely Andrew Asia going on a trip. Yeah, at this point, and uh, he's got his own podcast that you've probably listened to. So, Andrew, uh, yeah, before uh, this was a Double Doinks and Sackles podcast, I did some interesting stuff with this podcast. I hoped, and. Um, bring some of that back on the, my Asia trip. So be sure to listen to that. Um, we're going to go on a little journey. I'm going to go on a little journey. We'll do a little video, audio blog, and we're going to find out some things about my family. It'll be fun. Sounds awesome. Well, yeah. signing off, I'm Fernando. I'm Travis. I'm Andrew. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't sound right. doesn't sound right, does it? Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening to Double Doinks and Sackles, teaching you how to football. Can you teach me how to we, football? We, 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 we I taught you taught how, to football. how to football. We actually taught, yeah. Have a great season. We'll see you in the offseason, y'all. Bye. Bye.